0: Alright, once again, welcome to another episode of Sports Therapy with F.H. Jr. Glad to be back. Now, I'm coming back from a little vacation I took after the 4th of July. As you recall, I said there will not be a show the following week when I did my last show. So, we are back. We're well rested. You know, I'm still rocking the uh, Commander gear. Still rocking the cool beard. I'm still bringing it the way Fh Junior does. Today's topic. Well, before I get into the t- today's topic, I want to talk about what is sports therapy, what we do, and what we don't do. Here we go. Now, if you're new and you're just tuning in, and you're saying, "What the hell is going on? Who is this guy? What is sports therapy? Is it real therapy?" No, this is sports entertainment. Entertainment only. So, sports therapy. Keep in mind, we do not talk about politics, race relations, sexual orientation. We just talk about NFL football and football only. But we do talk about subject topics that may be football related like we did last week in our prior show called a mess. That is the Cleveland Browns. Is it a mess or is it a hot mess? So that was sports related. So we do talk about subjects like that. We just stay away from politics uh, sexual orientations and all that good stuff because we want to keep it light. And we want this to be a show where people can go and kind of uh, play armchair quarterback, um, say a few things without any repercussion. And remember, there is no right or wrong answer. Your opinion is your opinion. We're not here to debate you. Every once in a while, I will get off the sidelines and partake in your conversation. But now, callers, remember, this is how the format is. Now, callers, will <clears throat> you'll get two minutes you can call, you can rant, you can rip your team, you can uh, just kick some knowledge, you can talk about life, whatever, as long as it is football related. Now, today's topic, or should I say today's topics, but today's topic is Are you missing football? Are you missing football? And we'll also dive into a couple of hot topics going around right now. One is. Who should make it in this year's NFL Hall of Fame? Because we know that is coming up. And then uh, there's uh, an article I read about former Green Bay Packer quarterback Brett Favre and I guess we'll call it a scandal with the, the Mississippi Department of Human Services dealing with did he or did he not perform a speaking engagement? But he allegedly received over a million dollars from grant funding funding that is set aside to deal with poor people. So that is our show for today. So I'm going to dive into are we missing football? Are you missing football? I have to ask that question. Are you missing football? Now as you can see, I'm wearing the, uh, the lab coat. <laughs> and Keep in mind, like I said, man, I am not a doctor. Although I am a certified counselor, I do do counseling in my other job, which I do not go into because I keep the two worlds separated. But I will say this. I'm wearing my lab coat because I have to say I find myself missing football. And is football an addiction? Is it an addiction can can we get hooked on football is an addiction well i had to start with my own self and to that own self i must be true <laughs> i think i am addicted to football but i'm missing football man i'm missing football i'm missing my commanders i'm missing my pregame ritual where me and my, my buddy, we call each other and say, hey, man, what's your game meal? Because we have, have, we have to have a game meal before we we get ready. So I'm missing all those things. I got so bored that I think I, I've cut my yard so many times. Hell, I found my, myself one time going out and watering my yard so the grass will grow so I can cut it. Because I had to ask myself, what the heck is going on, man? I'm missing football. Training camp is around the corner. Uh, but wow, because when football season is over, I'm talking about the NFL and college to, uh, football to a certain uh, extent as well. Um, <laughs> cause now it's like, what, what do I do with myself? That's the first thing I said, what do I do with myself? Because normally, uh, like I said, I have my, my ritual, for which I, I go to, I get up early, I'm an avid runner, so I have to do my pregame ritual, which I get up, and I'll uh, go jogging, I I, I try to stay with that, and then it's game time, and then I start off with some of the the pregame, get the old pregame hype, Uh, now if I'm queuing, I may get ready to fire up the grill and do all those things but it's getting my mind right because it's very important that you get your mind right. (laughs) You have to get your mind right. So I have to get my mind right with football. So, um, then normally I go to my, my other hangout, which is called, and I'm going to give them a shameless plug because I'm actually in there all the time, every Sunday. And that is Buffalo wild wing, man. I love going there because of the atmosphere that is here's how we used to do it. And when I say used to do it, it's like last year, and it seemed like a long, 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 long time ago. Well, you go to Buffalo, and you want to get there early, because if you don't get there early, you're not going to get a, a seat. <laughs> you won't get a seat. And I, I'm talking about you won't even get a seat at the bar. That's how uh, that's how great the atmosphere is, is there. And, and, and truth be told, that's what, what we're really missing is that whole atmosphere. So we go there. Of course, you know, they got oh man, their televisions, their their monitors all over the place, so you can watch your team, you can watch another team, <laughs> and what I find uh, kind of hilarious is that we all look forward to this, is that everybody go there and they they'll cheer on their team, and then you have all the transplants like myself, and a uh, few. Chief fans, 49er fans, Saint fans, and God knows whatever, Steeler fans, we all unite to cheer against the Cowboys. So uh, it's all good, though, because, you know, it's it's usually the same, uh, it's usually the same group. And we know each other you know, we don't know each other in an interpersonal way, but we kind of know each other. We know our names and whatever, you know, and then sometimes when our teams play each other, we kind of hate on each other, too. But that's the whole whole uh, atmosphere that we're missing, man. I'm missing football. I got so bored one day, man, I cut my my uh, I cut my neighbor's yard. (laughs) I was <laughs> like, man, come on. Cause I, Cause I only have so much you know, you can only cut your yard so many, so many times. I've all you know, I've trimmed all my, my hedges and bushes and little miniature trees that I got growing in my backyard. Man, I, I we're missing football, man. Yes, I'm one of those who watch uh who have watched the, the Super Bowl over and over and over again. And knowing that you know that the outcome, <laughs> but It's like, is there a football addiction? Is there an addiction, man? Can we get hooked on football? Are we missing football? Are we missing football? That's the question, man. Are we missing football? And I, uh, when I was trying to figure out what is going to be my topic for this weekend, because you all know we're in what I call dry dock. Dry dock means, (laughs) hell, there is no football, but... We still have to. Well, when I say we, I mean I still have to come up with topics that I think are engaging and uh, kind of lighthearted. Because, like I said here, we don't really do a whole lot of um, real in-depth discussion because this is not meant to be like a a um, regular sports show where you know you get the the, the announcer or whatever heck you want to call that person that they spend more time talking about themselves and they don't interact with, with the, uh, the callers. And I think that's what makes my show kind of unique is because it is a caller driven show and I feed off of my callers. So, and I know that the time slide is probably not the greatest for now because now we're going to change our time slot when, uh, football season start, especially starting with, um, I think we're going to be starting with uh, preseason, and we're going to start going Monday mornings because that's going to be our real-time slot. Our real-time slot is going to be Monday mornings from 7 o'clock until 8 o'clock Central. That means we get to, we'll get we get all the, the fallout and the blowback from games that are played on Sundays. And that's how when I set up, when I came up with the the, the concept a sports therapy with FA Junior. That was that was my real real uh my real let me see the word I'm looking for. That was a real meaning of me starting the show. But hold on, I got somebody calling in. Let's see what we got. Sports therapy with F. A Jr. Sports sports therapy with FA Jr. Hey, what's up? What you got? What you got, my brother? Uh, so now let I'm me <laughs> let me ask you a question: Are you missing football, my man? Yes, I'm missing. Tell me what you're missing Ain't nothing about
1: football. Huh? Ain't nothing on TV.
0: <laughs> man, I know. But, I I know. But the D League. You know what uh,
1: league, if it come
0: to an end. so now let me ask you about that I couldn't I don't know for some reason I can't wrap my 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 my, my head around it so how many of the games have you seen I'
1: have seen uh, probably about four games
0: so what do you think of it
1: Get the
0: uh, guys come from Arkansas, and you know Golden State got a couple from Arkansas and uh Oklahoma City, but it
1: don't
0: make it, it don't make up for that good old NFL, doesn't it? It doesn't, <laughs> man. brother, I'm jonesing for some football, man. So now let me let me let me ask you this question. Do you think that there's such a thing as a football addiction?
1: Yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you didn't even fight me on that. You're like, yeah. Like I mean, man. Now, hey, what is your? Uh, do you have like a uh, a routine that you go through getting ready for the uh, when it's the NFL season? Do you have a routine that you go through. College. Oh, yeah. And see, people don't understand that, man. College, it builds up on the NFL. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it does. What's your routine?
1: Well, basically, on uh, Saturday, watch college football. And then Sunday, some Sunday, I can be at home. But most of the time, I'm on the road, and I listen to it on my satellite radio. So I'm pretty much listening pretty much all of the games, so.
0: I got you, man. Uh, now you talk about being on the road. Um, so now, when you on the road, how do you? I mean, I don't, I don't know what you're using as far as uh, being able to get connected. You know, is it if uh, the NFL package, or are you picking up the local? Uh, you know, are you picking up the local feed where you at, or or do you do like I do, man? I I go to Buffalo Wild Wing. That's my that's my hangout, man. Cause I love the fact I got all the uh, we got all the monitors, We got some crazy rowdy fans up in there, and we chill on all team. And then <laughs> we all unite to cheer against your Cowboys. Yes, cheer against my Cowboys. <laughs> I do the
1: same. I, do, I go to Buffalo Wild Wings or Hooters.
0: Yeah, I got you. I got you. But man. Dude, we are hurting. We're feaming for some football. We got to have some football. And like you said, I don't got to the point where I have to take my mind off of wanting to see football To I just start watching the, the NBA Summer League. Yes. Yeah, that's what I do. Watch that. Now, let me get your opinion on this, uh, Brother Johnny. Now... You know, as being a counselor, I always tell people that you cannot be a counselor and ask people, especially uh, people to come in and talk about what's going on in their lives as far as emotionally without being able to talk about some of the things that are going on in your whole life. And so one of the other topics that we're going to talk about, too, because I'm I'm I'm, I'm mixing them as people want to call in and I can jump from all three Um Former Packer quarterback Brett Farm. I don't know if you may know about this story or not. Uh, now, don't get me wrong. I love Brett Farm. I, I love Brett, but I've read an article, <laughs> and the article says that uh, Brett received. Now, the reason I am saying this is because, see, I grew up in a great state. That's why I call Arkansas a great state, and 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 we were poor. See, we were so. See, it's a difference between being poor and poor. <laughs> we were poor. we couldn't even afford the other R but, and I tell people too my uh, my dad, uh, he left the family when I was like 3 or 4 years old so my mom, she, you know, mom was mom, and she was disciplined she was whatever, but mom did the best she could do, but we received what we would call at the time welfare, you know, back in the day that we would, we would laugh and tease each other but hell, we were all over <laughs> we were all receiving welfare now, um, that Johnny, you might be rich coming up, but I'm going to ask you, do you remember that welfare cheese?
1: Yes, I do. <laughs> I ain't been rich.
0: I ain't never been rich. <laughs> hey, man, talk to me about that welfare cheese. Hell, it got us too. It sure did, didn't it? Oh. <laughs> only thing that you could ever do, man. You could never milk the welfare cheese down and make, uh, what is it, they make queso and all that. You gonna, you not you fit to make no queso. But the reason I'm saying that is because I read an article where uh, Brett Farb received a hun- over $1.1 million from the Mississippi Department of Human Services. And he received funds that was allocated or uh, supposed to go for poor people because they took it out of the funds that went and uh, that was part of the welfare uh, department. And it was supposed that you know Brett Favre, He's famous. But he grew up in Mississippi. I think he played football for Southern Miss and all that. And I'm not really here bashing Brett as much as I am bashing this whole – I don't even know what the hell I'm doing, but I just know that he got a hundred and fifty a hundred I'm sorry, he got one point one million dollars to come out and speak to some kids. I think he was doing part of a uh maybe like a youth program. The only problem was he didn't show up. He didn't show up. Several he had several uh engagement and he never showed up. But they paid him over $1.1 million that they took from the welfare funds. Man, what do you think about that? Well, I
1: think he should have paid the money back. But he his question to that is he said he paid Green Bay, Wisconsin, all his uh, – his
2: uh, foundation. Okay. I mean,
1: he paid back into Mississippi. So, I think whoever was doing that should have caught it way before it got to that hand.
0: I got you. Everybody
1: knows Brett Farr.
0: hmm. You know? So, you heard about the story then, right?
1: Oh, yeah, I heard about the story. I heard about it. And, uh, like I said, I love Brett Farr too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So that's why that's why I want to bashing him today, man. I got to have some uh, some Kleenexes here, man, because you know I might share a tear or two. <laughs> yeah,
1: they took, they took for the poor, you know.
0: Like this, you know. And this is what Brett said, Johnny. Brett said he didn't know. He said that he didn't know that the money came from the poor. Now wait a minute, now Doc. You you get money from the any type of federal grant. It's always gonna go to the poor. Now let's be honest. When it comes to Mississippi, and I got Ken Folk down in the sip, I love going. Uh, uh, I love crossing that bridge. <laughs> you know, I can't beat my family member. We cross that bridge all the time. We don't go deep into Mississippi, but we make that little laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny you know what I'm talking about I know what you're talking about <laughs> we, don't, we don't go deep into the heart of Mississippi But we cross the bridge and make that laugh <laughs> We go to the casino But my point but my point of it is um, Brett said that He didn't know that the money was coming from poor people And the reason I'm saying that, because Mississippi out of uh, LA may have changed places But last time I looked they were the poorest state in the union. Now Arkansas, now you know we 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 we're not the richest state. So when and you know times was hard growing up in Arkansas. So I can imagine what it's like uh, in Mississippi. Like I said, I got kinfolk down there. I visit and then whatever. But so Brad said he did not know that. uh, he didn't know that that the money came from uh, poor people. Now, anytime you take your money from a federal grant, what if what a federal do they have federal grants really uh, really target for rich people? No, hell no. He he know that he knows. that. <laughs> yeah. Now let me let me take you on, on on a little tour here. Let me tell you how deep this is. So I, I was looking at an article before I came on because I wanted to make sure I had some. I, I like doing some research. Now you know I'm like I tell people man I'm just a good old country boy. Uh, I, I don't <laughs> what I my knowledge I have is usually coming straight from the hip. But there was an article I read. It says says uh, Brett used his fame and uh, he uses fame to get favor to pull off welfare dollars. So now this article was written by a lady named uh, Anna Wolf. Now this is an old article written back on April the 6th of this year. It says, Former NFL quarterback Brett Favre had a way with Mississippi government officials. Whether the football star was looking for funds to boost a startup company that he thought would make him rich or lining to take credit for a building a new volleyball stadium for his alma mater, which is uh, Southern Mississippi, says Farb knew he could count on Mississippi Governor. Then uh, this guy' name was Phil Bryant; he's a former governor. So brat used his fame and and uh, he used that to kind of curry favor. Now, but first, Brat said that he did not know that the money came from <laughs> from poor people. Now, so. They found uh I guess letters, text messages or whatever, a conversation between Brett and a guy that was working with him. Now there was this guy, he was a let me get one of my notes here. Now this other guy, this guy was a uh he was a neuroscientist, a guy named uh Jake Dellingerham. And they had a non profit uh business. Now what they were gonna do, now this is where I found out where this thing kind of got crazy because first I thought I'm like you, you know, I want, I love Brett for but I want to give Brett the benefit of the doubt. So I'm thinking, okay, um, maybe, maybe they all got confused as to Brett was supposed to be making these speech and uh, arrangements for these kids doing summer camp. I think that's how it started. And I'm like, okay, cause you know, NFL guys, former NFL guys are thinking, okay, maybe his schedule, didn't jive. And I'm thinking, okay, maybe they paid him up front and, and, and that's not unusual. I'm like, okay, maybe they paid him up front to come and do these speaking appearances and stuff. And maybe his schedule just didn't jive. And, you know, maybe he was going to like, well, I didn't get to do it, but I'll make up for it later or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, what I found out was that, um, Brett kind of engineered this thing because he wanted to start a pharmaceutical company, and he needed the money, so he teamed up with um, he teamed up with uh, his friend. This, this this neuroscientist, and they approached the governor. And the governor used his weight with uh, one of his his. I think this lady was his wife friend, and she was over the money. So, but, but the bottom line is that they still had some plans for all of them to get paid on the back end. So they was using the grant money to pay each other as well as paying Brett. So and and Brett even said it in his article. He even said, "Hey, can you get this, get this grant money to pay for this stuff?" And they were paying. Now my understanding that it was over five million dollars went to him. Yeah, yeah, I heard that. So, so Johnny, I don't know, brother. Hey man, I appreciate you calling. I appreciate you listen, listening to me rant and rip and and all that good stuff. But uh, hey, thanks for calling, man. All right, man.
1: Take oh, care. Okay.
0: All right. Welcome to Sports
2: Therapy with F A Junior. Yes, yeah.
0: uh, this is one of your old classmates, schoolmates. I will call in to say congratulations to my boy. <laughs> this could be all, only uh, this could be only one person, man. It's the legendary, the legendary Boothead. Way back to Delta High School, shooting that ball back in the day, baby. What's up, Boothead? Hey, man, let me uh, welcome to Sports <laughs> Therapy with F A Junior hey i want to ask you a question about football because that's what we do every you know we get two minutes to rent uh renting and, and talk more craziness so i need to ask you because i know you are a you are a guy that's known for stats so now before we get into any of this man did you hear about the brett forb brett forb uh welfare situation Okay, well uh, Before we get into that I want to ask you this I want to ask you this You know that the NFL And I always tell people, man uh, Man, I'm missing football Are are you missing football, brother? You know I am I can't wait till the Steelers can't wait till the Steelers are busting heads this year Oh, you're still a fan Well, you okay with me, brother? You're not a Cowboy fan long you're not a Cowboy fan, you good hey, to go with me. Hey, hmm? you know how we
2: feel about them Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, man, I, I tell my, my, girlfriend, I, she, hey, my girlfriend, she's a Cowboy fan. I make her sit in the back during football season. <laughs> <laughs> you make her sit in the back, man. Uh, hey, man, can you turn your volume up on, on your phone a little bit? Yeah, I can hear you now, man. You sound like that dude for uh, the, the uh, phone commercial. Yeah, I can hear you now, brother. So, uh, so man, how do you how do you live with a you're still a fan in hey, man? That no mm, ground for divorce or separation. Hey, I make a, I her sleep in the other room doing football season. <laughs> <laughs> so, how deep of the cowboy fan issue? Yeah. Man, they, they die hard. a whole family. Oh man. <laughs> man, cowboy called me
2: fifteen hundred dollars last year on the football pool.
0: Uh oh. Uh oh. Talk to me, brother. Man, they they
2: messed me out of uh uh fifteen
0: hundred dollars Thanksgiving day. <laughs> hey man, let me tell you about the company. They missed that extra point. Oh oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. In the first,
2: yeah, in the first, in the first quarter, at the end of the first quarter, oh
0: you saw your number. Hey, did you see? Your, did you see your numbers coming up, brother?
2: My number was there. <laughs> I would have hit twice.
0: So, so that make you hate them Cowboys even. Always them. <laughs> Do that make you hate them more? Them. Do Did that make
2: you
0: hate them more? <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, I'm like
0: a. Smith, hey. oh that debate man but you know I tell my fans that I'm neutral
2: <laughs> I, I
0: tell them I'm neutral i work with I work with a lot of cowboy fans and you know but uh hey but let me ask you this question here because see I know you're a stat man um we got the NFL Hall of Fame is coming up and and what I did, one of the topics of the show is going to be, you know, are you missing football? Uh, the situation involving uh, Brett Farb and the welfare money from Mississippi. And we also were going to talk about the uh, NFL Hall of Fame. Now, I want you, I want you, Brother Glenn, A.K. Boothead, A.K. my classmate, <laughs> uh, I want you to tell me Tell me, I'm going to give you a list of candidates for the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And keep in mind, they can only pick between four and eight candidates. So I want you to tell me who should get in. Okay, you ready for this? I'm ready. Okay. (laughs) You remember Ken Anderson, quarterback for the Cincinnati Bengals. Mark Clayton, yep. wide receiver for the uh, Miami Dolphins. You remember Clayton? Yep. Roger, Roger Craig. Should he get in? Yep. Then went, in. And then Randy, Randy Gattashaw. say I remember Randy. Now, Randy Gattishaw. Now, Now, here's one that I thought was already in the Hall of Fame and maybe over time. Now, when I say this name, it's going to probably blow your socks off. Lester Hayes. Now you tell you tell me why Lester Hayes is not in is not in the Hall of Fame. Lester Hayes, yeah, Mister Mister uh, Stickham. You are the, yeah, the one with the stickham? Yes. My opinion is, it, I think it goes back probably to some of their reputation. You know, I mean, I ain't saying he was a bad guy, but
2: you know how the Raiders were back
0: in the day. Well, hell, he on every hell, Glenn, ain't trying to get in, in heaven, man. Brother, just trying to get in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, but
2: well, you know, <laughs> huh? You know, ain't different now. They won't. You know how it
0: is now. You, you know how it is now. They will These days and time, I don't know football is so different. It really watered down now. You got like Lester Hayes. I think he should have been in there because him mm-hmm. and Marcus Hayes. Hey, Marcus Hayes in there. I think. I think he got in a couple of years ago. Because I remember they was a uh, uh, they were tandem, and I think he got in a couple of years ago. He had some
2: good seasons. Mm-hmm. Really didn't have a uh, Mike didn't have no more about two or three good seasons. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I got you. Most of the defensive back guys got the Ken Houstons and the and, uh, and the Mel Blunt and the, you know I tell you another guy should be in there. He,
0: he's not in there. Donnie, Donnie Shell. Yeah, hell, they could have they could have put all the whole all. I, I know you because you're still a Stiller fan, but hell, they could have put all them guys in there. Like, I, I think. Uh, I
2: don't think L.C. Greenwood, I don't think he was one. You know. Unless they just put him
0: in there later. And see, the thing about it is when you when you start looking at it, and I tell people that's why when it comes to, I would never say anybody is the GOAT of anything because you can't compare different eras. You know, when you start saying this guy's the greatest of all time, this guy is the greatest, because back in, in those days, there was only one or two football teams that really aired it out. And one of them was the San Diego Chargers. Everybody else, man, was just had a running game. So guys wasn't going to, yeah, hell, they didn't really stress the passing attack like now, you know, where, um, they didn't have the uh the, the 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 run pass option they didn't have the type of you know they, it was a different league then so sometimes when i when i hear people say well so so uh he couldn't get in compared to some of these guys that played say in the uh 90s and 2000 it was a whole different uh it was a whole different league back then cuz like i said um they, they used to you remember when and i was talking to one of my callers a while back Is that I remember the power running game was stressed. Sometimes, man, teams would go on an eight, sometimes ten minute drive, and they would eat up an an entire quarter. And the wide receiver may touch the ball one time on that drive. Uh, New
2: Orleans Saints,
0: New Orleans used to be the best at it. Yeah, shoot, now them, them them, them skins, them them skins were pretty good at it too, man. Cause they would run, they were just that power run game. Yeah. So that's why when I say you get some of these guys that they're like, well, his stats are not that great, so we can't let him in. Now, let me roll off a few a few more names to you. Now, personally, now I, I I can't be impartial to this one because I do think, uh, I I I I think my man uh Joe Jacoby should be in there because he was one of the he was a member of the Hogs. I think he should get in there, and then now. Explain to me why. Now, this is how. This is where I fall when I come to to the NFL Hall of Fame. I think the Hall of Fame to me is when you can sit back and say, "Did this guy entertain me? Was I entertained? Was you entertained when you watch this guy? Did you feel like, okay, this guy entertained me? Was well, he was on offense or defense? You know, I, you know, now he, his, now he could be an ex murderer. I don't care. Because that had nothing to do with. Uh, <laughs> they ain't got nothing to do with what he did on the field. Cause, because if we if we do that, there's a lot of guys who wouldn't be in there. Hell, first person would come out of there would be uh, uh what's my man uh the uh, linebacker for the Giants. If we went on character and some of those other cats. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but l- but, l- but l- it's l- it should be, you know, did this person entertain you, as the Romans say? Are you not entertained? So I'm gonna throw out a name here. Billy White Shoe Johnson. Should have been in there. Man, the guy should have been front row. Because because he changed the Billy, he changed the game a little bit before. He gave the game more excitement. Yes. How do you how he he put excitement in the game? (laughs) Tell me. How do you not how do you not? put this guy in after when you know you're going to kick the, the ball to him he knows he's going to get the ball and your guys know that they got to run down and tackle him and he still gets in the end zone and not only when he gets in the end zone he going to do his dance your whole thing is we're not going to let this guy get in the end zone and showboat and dance on us so so it was it was more emphasis trying to stop him
2: we're going to do that right
0: they couldn't. So, hey, but, so, hey, but uh, uh, I think when uh, uh getting back to earlier what you were talking about, I think Mark played some them some them playboards. Uh, yes, they, the Mark brothers, they should be in there. Should or definitely be boys, in there. Uh, uh, grade, uh, they should definitely be in there. Hey, Glenn, let me yeah, let, in there. Glenn, let me let me put you on hold for a second, and I'm gonna do a commercial. Hey, and I'm, and I'm going to do a commercial, then I'm going to bring you right back, okay? Can we do that? Okay, I can do that, brother. All right, give me one yeah, second. All right. Okay. All right.
2: All right. All right. Thank you.
0: Thank Hey Glenn Hey Glenn Hey hold it down man Yes sir Alright don't don't, don't say anything I'm getting ready to do a commercial Okay Hi FH Junior here For Train Touch Train Touch Muscle Therapy Is a leader in medical and sports massage their motto is, we do it deeper than a massage. It's muscle therapy. Ross, Earl, and the entire team are there to serve you, starting with their new client special, $60 for 60 minutes. Mention that you heard it on Sports Therapy with F.A. Jr., and they will throw in a CBD cream just for you. Train Touch uses advanced massage techniques to help restore clients' muscle function. They have over 1,000 online reviews with an average rating of 4.8 stars. So if you are in the Dallas Metroplex or visiting, you can call 469-754-1232 and make an appointment with Train Touch. Tell them F.H. Jr. sent you. All right, Brother Glenn. Okay, I'm back again, brother. Hey, I need to. Now we talked about Lester Hayes not getting in. Well, when I I wouldn't say not getting in. I'm saying he's not in now. So he made this uh, last group, and then we talked about Billy White, Hugh Johnson. Uh, now, now some of these guys were, you know, they played before all days, and see that's what happens when when you you start taking people who didn't see some of these guys play. And you say, well, wait a minute. He's not as popular as, you know, some of the guys from the the 2000s. So why should we let people like uh, Jim Marshall get in? Hell, I thought Jim Marshall was already in. So, um, and you remember uh, Clay Matthews Jr.
2: Yeah.
0: And see, I thought that guy was. Oh, yeah. Stanley Morgan. You remember Stanley Morgan, wide receiver from the New England Patriots? Good wide receiver, good slot receiver. And see, the only problem is that you can't go back and apply today's uh, stance to those guys because, like I said, they wasn't airing it out. Because you got kids now, um, they play in pro set uh, offenses even in high school. So when they get, when they get to college, they're already ready. So when they get to the NFL, they are already ready to play. So it was it was a dip. now. That's right. Explain to me why Sterling Sharp is not in the Hall of Fame. Sterling Sharp. Mm hmm. Uh, I don't see no
2: reason it should be because he got
0: the chance to bag it up. Sterling Sharp, not 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 in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, one of the two.
2: Top
0: two or three wide receiver. Him and uh, what the guy name from the Green Bay Packers? Packers, Packers plays. Uh, the mm-hmm. Everson Walls. Uh, did that name? Did that name uh, ring a bell to you, Everson Wall. Now, like I tell people, yeah. I may not, I may not be a Cowboy fan, which I'm not, but I am a fan of good, a good athletics player. Uh I am a That's fan. A of it, You know what I'm saying? If you're a good athlete, I'm gonna call it for what it is. Uh, there were some times when Everson Walls was—I think he led the NFL in, reception, in uh, interception for maybe like two or three years in a row. So now, what? The, this what gets me. This what gets me. Not only is that brother not in the Hall of Fame, hell, he's not even in the Ring of Honor for the Cowboys. What you got?
2: That's right. And I tell you another guy. Which kind of surprise not in the uh, Hall of oh, Not. The hall of
0: fame, the Ring of Honor Yeah, he's not there. Hell, I, um, Tony Hill played next to Drew Pearson I don't think Tootall Jones is in there. tall Jones? I don't think he's in there. I don't. I don't. I don't either. I don't think he's. That's why I said, man, Dallas. When it comes to the Cowboys, you know they're just like Jerry Jones.
2: So <laughs> that's right there. Always helps me.
0: But you know what the deal is on it though. Yeah. <laughs> well, what is you it? Know, uh, <laughs> what do you think? Jimmy, uh, I think Jerry Jones should have been in the uh, Ring of Honor with the Cowboys. How you gonna make the Hall of Fame, but you can't make the Ring of Honor? <laughs> you mean Jimmy Johnson? I mean Jimmy Johnson. That's
2: what I mean, Jimmy Jones. I'm
0: sorry, Jimmy Jones. Yeah. Now that 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 Jimmy that Johnson. that final say as to who get in is left up to jury. And and like I said. That's- yeah, and and I think rumor is that Jerry's gonna take care of his boys. You know, the ones that came when he bought the team, the Emmits and uh, Michael Irvin and and, and uh, guys like that. And I think those guys that were pre pre uh, pre Jerry, I don't think he really look at them as being. You know, these are my boys. You know, the the, the Chuck Howleys and uh, and uh, guys like that. And to me, like I said... I can see that happening, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: It's kind of like that in all the forces right now. You know, if you ain't got
2: to... If they weren't there with you when you got there, they, you know, they still going to recognize you. But, you know, just like what you were saying a while ago. Oh, yeah, definitely. Came when he
0: came. Yeah, because that's, a, that's how... Uh, that's the only thing I can I can wrap my head around is the fact that you got guys like Everson Walls who... I thought was already in there because I don't really follow, you know, when it comes to the Cowboys, I hate on them. I, uh, but I don't really follow who, because, I. but I was thinking that these guys were already in the ring of honor, you know, but they're not. And I was kind of shocked at that. So now did you hear about the Brett Farb, Welfare situation. I had a call uh, earlier uh, the day, and we talked a little bit about it. And I, you know what? And I kind of made a joke of it because, like I tell people, this show is not really—it's not really designed for real serious stuff. It's really designed. It's sports entertainment. Almost like wrestling. For those who who think wrestling, <laughs> those who think wrestling is real, it's sports entertainment. <laughs> But as a kid, we I always thought wrestling was real when I was a kid because you know, you used to come over to my house, I go to your house and shoot, man, we're gonna watch some wrestling. But, um, but I, I, I'm saying this is because the real format of the show, and then I'm letting you know this now when when the NFL season actually starts, we're not gonna be calling on, uh, I'm, I'm not gonna be doing the show on. On uh, Saturdays at 11 o'clock, we're going to do the show Monday mornings after the uh, the Sunday football games are played because the show is designed for everybody to be a armchair quarterback. In other words, you call in, you get two minutes to either rip, rant, and rip your team based on on uh, your team, or, or if it's a bad call, or whatever. And that's where the therapy part of it comes in, is that you get to blow out some Steve <laughs> on, on your way to work. Now, I got my cuss, I got my cussing bell here, Glenn, just for folk like you. We're going to be calling in cussing. You, 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 you hear my cussing bell?
2: You
0: hear my cussing bell? I don't hear
2: To
0: go to talk about the on <laughs> do, am talk am, am, am I, I going to do this to you, the whole conversation? am <laughs> He not. Hey, look, man, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say what you can't say. I'm going to say what you can't say. He not. <laughs> That's what I'm talking
2: about, man. And I hate to hear somebody say that. I hate to hear you say that, man. I know
0: he's not, but I don't like to hear nobody else say he's not. <laughs> So, hey, out of out of what's out there, I, I don't know, man. I just know it's just like now. You know, and we're gonna come back and talk about your team, but man, hey, look who we picked up. I, I ain't too crazy about calls and wins. But let's talk about the Steelers. Because see, if you got a good defense, all you need is a bus driver as a quarterback. Or if you got you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just just drive the bus, baby. Yeah. Drive the bus. Just follow your route. Drive the bus. <laughs> <laughs> is a rider, man? <laughs> man, we, we need we need somebody to drive the bus. We don't need nobody to ride
2: the <laughs> Is it a bicycle rider? man? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Man, hey, find hey, a well put him on the caboose, man. <laughs> uh, man, I don't know, man. Like I said, I just think. So, what do you think about Jimmy G, man? Would you think he'd been better? Huh?
2: What do you
0: think about Jimmy G? Uh-uh.
2: Hey, you know who I wanted us to get? People gonna laugh at me. Who? So they gonna say you crazy? I wanted them to get Jalen Hurts. We had a chance to get him. reason why the people in Philadelphia, got them a superstar coming. But you watch what I said that boy is a winner. Everywhere that boy goes, that boy had a fifth offensive coordinator every year since he was a freshman in college. And nobody ever talked about it. And you look at this guy lost his spot and never complained. And you look at this guy remember, with the Alabama, with the Oklahoma, and still put him in the college football playoff. You
1: ain't going
0: to find that nowhere else out of, out of the last top ten quarterbacks come out in the draft. Even the number one pick, you ain't going to find nobody did that. popped. Oh, man, you sound like you got some Eagle Felsers on. Uh, you sound like you got some Eagle Felsers on, man. You sound like a Philadelphia Eagle. <laughs> that's my minor team. Oh, here we go. <laughs> there we go. I hate to break.
2: I didn't want to say it, but they got of a minor team. I like I Jalen Hurd is a winner to me you know, it's, it's a lot of people want to do it. You think you everybody got to be the Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers. Man, sometimes I don't to have a winner. It ain't how good you is how you
0: lead your team, you know. And
2: for, really, Philadelphia
0: had parts to win You see what happened with him. Yeah, I know. I <laughs> know. Now, here, here's the thing about Jalen. What people, what, what, here, Here's the thing about Jalen, what people don't understand about Jalen is, when Jalen was playing at Alabama – it took a while for uh, uh, the coach there. Uh, what's my coach at Alabama? Sarkeesian, um, No, no, for Alabama. Oh, come on. Nick Saban. Yeah, Tricky Nick. It took a while for Nick to adapt to the game because until Nick got like a younger offensive coordinator who spread the the game out, Nick was still – Nick got caught up in in in, in the kind of like the old school NFC NFC type of football, which is we just gonna stretch the running game, power you to death. And Nick bought in a new young offensive coordinator who who um, see back then he really didn't have to have those. If you notice, Alabama never really had great quarterback play during the the, the saving early years. They just had basically. Um, a bus driver because their defense was so tough. The offensive line was so tough. And then they had the best of the best at every other position. You know, uh, wide receiver. The hell they had, they had brothers in the freezer when it comes to, uh, wide receivers. They could just unthaw one as soon as another one left. It seemed like with we defense. So they really didn't stress the, the, as far as going out and getting that quarterback. And then they didn't develop ones that came there. It's like, okay, they said, this is going to be your role. You basically going, uh, you know, keep stick with what we got. And so that's why guys like Jalen Hurts didn't really get to develop at Alabama. So people thought, well, hell he can't throw. So he goes to Oklahoma where they have a, a, a passing game and he, and, uh, he gets with the coach there, the coaching staff there, and they start to develop him as a, uh, as a passer. Now he, he he was a little bit behind because he didn't get those first couple of years there. um, because you know you just can't get off the couch and go um, throw the ball, and because at 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 every position when you come to uh, major college, you got a cornerback now they can read your eyes and whatever. So he he just really learned how how to be an actual passing quarterback when he got to Oklahoma. But he only he was only gonna have one year there in that system, like you said. From there, he ended up moving on. You uh, got drafted. So I think I think. I think he's going to be only as good as his offensive coordinator is. And I think now he is a winner. Now I will give you that. And I will agree to that because I think he's a son of a coach. Um, You know, he, he, he's a winner, but see, I think if he, if he stays with a uh, in that system and if they stay with him long enough, then I think they, they may have themselves something there as a quarterback, but sometimes you know how it goes. If you don't win, you know, coaches, offensive coordinators, hell, their job is on the line. So you know how that go. It's all about winning, brother. That's what it's all about. But I think
2: football is gonna be real good this year, man. I kind of really excited about pro football. I just came with to see what that uh, ALC
0: wins with the Charge, the Broncos. Uh, I know. The Chiefs. It's gonna be it's gonna it's gonna be interesting over there this year. I know. Now. I'm going to tell you, uh, now, what do you think about my boy, man? He had to move out of his house, man. Uh, uh, my man Mayfield. What do you think about him? Baker Mayfield? Yeah. I think he. Baker, Baker Mayfield is not a bad quarterback, you know, man. But, you know,
2: some of the little at things he did, you know, a lot. Like I first found out about Baker Mayfield when he has got in trouble up there in Bedville, Arkansas for public intoxication or something. Now, you know, that's the average teenager, yeah. But that reputation,
0: the first you know, thing when, when when I heard about that, because so. when I heard about that, first thing I was like, "What the hell he doing in Arkansas?" Yeah, party like a rock star. you know that's <laughs> a party town
2: but when he first did, you know, I gave him a of a doubt because he's a, he's, a, you know, a kid, typical kid, you know, right. can do stupid, you know, right. from right, 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 right. But when you get a certain age and you get to be the number one pick in yeah.
0: the NFL, yeah, people, yeah. Get, people got to uh, understand. You got to do better. Packet, you yeah. you got to do better. You got to do better. You know, you got to carry yourself. You got to change, Even whether you want to or not. You got people say, I, I won't
1: change. You got to do better. Yeah.
0: You know what they said the NFL stand for? Not for long. Not for long. Not <laughs> so for long. so let me let me let me let me ask you this. Have you have you heard about the situation with Brett Favre and the Mississippi welfare scandal? And if not, yes, I to Okay. Let, let me, let me tell you what. Now, I read some articles. Now, when this first happened, I didn't think it was such a big deal. I'm thinking, okay, maybe, you know, a lot of times, uh, when guys retire, they do speaking and, uh, engagements and, and whatever. So I'm thinking, okay, um, and now I made a joke about this <laughs> and, and, uh, and, and you can relate because, you know, growing up, I tell people, and I was, and I was, uh, I mentioned that I said, "Hey, man, growing up, I said, man, I was very poor, man. I said, hell, you know, we were so poor, we we weren't even poor, we were poor, we couldn't even afford the the other r, other o. <laughs> we just <laughs> poor. Yeah, and I tell people, and I tell people, I said we all kind of grew up in the same I said and I was mentioning that my father my dad left when when I was like three years old four years old so you know our mothers raised us by ourselves basically mothers grandmothers in the church and we had all that stuff going on but um Did an excellent job. yeah and, and and I tell people um they were saying that Brett said now they paid him over a million dollars for speaking engagement. So supposedly now, you know, and I, uh, I'm, I, I'm, you know, I may have my facts a little bit, uh, you know, a little wrong, but basically what I'm giving you a summary of, of what I heard was that they gave him over a million dollars to speak to some kids as part of a, I guess, a summer youth program. Now, you know, sometimes they pay you up front and, and I'm thinking, okay, he may have had some conflicts in the schedule and maybe he was going to, um, uh, maybe pay later. you know what I mean? Maybe come back in later and, and reschedule and whatever. So that's why nobody really didn't think it was a big deal. And it's like, okay, he had to pay some of the money back and, and whatever. Now the story is coming out that, and Brett said, he didn't know that the money came from poor people. Now, hell, if you get any type of federal grants, for anything, it's for what poor folk, right?
2: It's for, for the poor people.
0: Who yeah, poor? yeah. And this was welfare money, Glenn. Welfare money.
2: Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say something. Go ahead, man. Now, go ahead. Uh, now this one for this. That's the only thing I wanted
1: to say. When you a thief,
2: <laughs> it don't make no difference. <laughs> they don't no discriminate. Obviously now
0: now, what came out was uh Brett and his doctor they were they were going to try to start a pharmaceutical company to try to have some research or something going on for dealing with concussions, and he also wanted to help his um alma mater. So the Mississippi, I guess, helped him build uh, some a new facility for the, the volleyball team. And so he approached the former governor because based on who he was, I'm Brad, I'm famous, whatever. So he approached the uh, – he had a good relationship with the governor, former governor, guy by the name of uh, – I think the guy's last name was Phil uh, – first name was Phil Bryant. And Phil's wife, friend, was uh, over this uh, – she was basically over the the, the the federal money, so they got the gals and decided, "Hey, we can take this money from here, from these federal grant programs, and give it to Brett and his doctor." You say, "Well, why would the governor and, and this and this lady and it involved a whole lot of people?" And then right now they facing criminal charges. But you say, "Well, why would they do it?" Well, they did it because they were going to get a part of this. Uh, this company, this this uh, pharmaceutical company. So Brett was supposed to get, I think, about $20 million and whatever. So they used the welfare money as startup money for this company. And that's why. And they figured, okay, if we take it from the poor, we can get away with it because basically nobody's going to say anything. You, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's where. Now, apparently, he supposedly had paid back. Out of the one million dollar that they gave him, supposedly he paid back uh um I think six hundred thousand of it, and then I think they charged him another two hundred thousand in interest and all that good stuff so man uh, you know i and I tell people we only see one part of these people's lives when they perform for us on the football field, but we really don't know what their characters like, you know what i mean that's right,
2: that's right, man. That's why you can't hold people to higher standards because we all human beings. Yep. If, if people make mistakes, yep. Some people that you hold up high that don't make them no no you can't put them up there like that. No sir. You just can't do it because so if you want to hold people to higher standard, you hold people like your mother. Yep. People to help help
0: you in the community. Yep. Those are the real, mm-hmm. real, real uh, heroes. Some of the people you hold up, you right? Know. That's
2: well, right people like my grandmother. People like my
0: grandmother, your mother, and my mother. See, them the people that hold up the house. You right, man. They, they hey, kept me, people like they kept people like me, and you, and your brothers and our brothers out of trouble. Yeah. You didn't see none of us getting the ones growing up going to jail. You know, we we, we were poor back then, but you didn't see us out there doing no dumb stuff. No, and I'm, and everybody and everybody was licensed, and and everybody was authorized and licensed to beat your butt if they saw you doing anything wrong. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, Glenn, that's. That's going to cap it for the day, man. I appreciate you calling in. And, hey, every Saturday, same time, 11 o'clock, Sports Therapy with FH Jr. And you're about to hear my music, and I'm going to shut this bad boy down. To all my special guests, to all my callers, this has been Sports Therapy with FH Jr. And to all the people on the yard, stay golden, baby.